What up, guys? This is Get Real, hosted by BM Ashley. Uh, wait, you usually say your own name. What up, guys? This is Get Real, hosted by BM. And Ashley. And usually Peniel, but he can't be here, unfortunately. But we have a very, very special guest on the show today. PH1! Thank you, thank you. Welcome! Yeah. Thank you. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, do I look at the camera? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm new. Yeah. Um, it's my second time at the Dive Studios. Mm-hmm. I was here with Eric before. And uh, I actually watched all your episodes. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, the only two, uh, I guess, two shows. Mm-hmm. Is it called shows? Mm-hmm. Shows that I watch at the Dives is yours oh. and Tablos. Oh! Wow. I don't even listen to Eric's. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I listened to Tablos and yours. Wow. Yeah, and I finished, finished all episodes. We are flattered. Yeah. So I actually texted Eric. I was like, I want to be on this show. So please set up a schedule. Oh my gosh. For me. Yeah. Thank so you for thank you for having me. Very flattering. Thank, thank, you. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. That's crazy. Because I'm tight. a fan of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love your music. And yeah, not just saying that. Because I say it on my radio show all the time. I'm like, really? huge one. It's one of my favorite Korean rappers. Like, How come yeah, nobody's but- told me? I, like I had no idea. Yeah, know. how come you never told him? Come on, what? fans. <laughs> I'm shy. <laughs> yeah, no, I no, see. Thank you. So I seen you at the gym a lot. Yeah, it was crazy. I was actually listening to your album when it came out, and I was like working out, and I look over there, I'm like, oh, that's yeah, that's the guy. You know what's funny though? I met Jay Jay Park, my boss, a couple uh-huh. day, days ago, and I told him I was, I was gonna be on the show. Yeah, and I was like, you know, Big Matthew. He's like, oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, I was like, oh, me and him go to the same gym. And he's like, how come your bodies are different then? <laughs> oh, I was like, damn. Man. No, but you, you're getting it though. I see uh, you. Thank, I'm, thank you. I'm, yeah. Very diligent. Very persistent. Thank I see him like every day at the gym. Whoa. So. You go to the gym every day? Yeah. <laughs> getting his PT <laughs> on. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. My, my bodies are not, you know, ready. So. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. We're all on a mission. We're all getting there. It's all yes, good. Yeah. It's our first time actually meeting. Right. Yeah. Mm. So today's going to be a very interesting episode, guys. Because we're going to actually get into a topic that um, pertains to artists mm-hmm. and artistry. Creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, creativity plays a huge role in our career choices. From how we make music to who we decide we work with. When or how did each of us realize… We were creative. And when does that conflict with doing business? <laughs> All right. If there's anything you guys want to hear our take on, interact with us on our socials or leave us a comment when our full episodes go up in a couple days after the audio posting at youtube.com slash divepods. Um, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts so more people can know about our show and join in on the fun. Woohoo! <laughs> How would you guys define creativity? I feel like I'm in school. Define creativity. (laughs) Do you guys think creativity is only pertained to art or something else? No, I feel like it's everywhere. Like, I feel like art is also so broad too. Mm -hmm. Like there's, you know, say for instance, something that just came up in my head is comedy. Mm -hmm. Creativity and comedy. Um… Creativity in, you know, if you if you think of like authors when they write books. Um, you know, there's so many different ways. You know, art clearly. There's some art in here. Um, designing, fashion. And, you know, for us uh, in this instance, music. Mm. So, 
you know, even in music, music is such a, there's so many different ways to be creative in music too. What is art then? Because I feel like whatever you listed mm-hmm. is everything is art. Like right. Painting or right. author. Furniture. Furniture. Comedy is a form of art. Yeah, mm. like performing I agree. arts. Yeah. yeah. But for me, from my experience, I used to be a web developer. So mm-hmm. I used to code to make applications and, you know, websites and stuff uh-huh. right before coming here. So to do that, it also requires a lot of creativity to exactly. make yeah, a yeah. very concise yet uh, well-working code. Mm-hmm. You need creativity. Yeah. So, Dang, yeah. you went from that yeah, to, to, to PH1? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Can, I, can I ask you about that journey a little bit? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, so I went to Boston College with Eric, mm-hmm. graduated with a bio th- uh, degree, and then wanted to go to a dental school. Oh, what? But it wasn't for me. Like, I couldn't get myself to study every day. Like, it wasn't… I was miserable. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I, I was like, I, I quit. And then I started learning how to code. And then I went… I, I got a job at, at a company. Mm-hmm. Word, and then word. I was working there for uh-huh. like, I think, less than a year. Mm-hmm. And then I was like… And then Jay started following me. Yeah. Huh? Out of nowhere. Wait, I don't know. I don't know. Were I, you doing music? On the side, I just oh. like released a music video, like, like low budget like music SoundCloud video. And yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah. And then he just somehow found it. And then yeah. And he then, hit you up? He hit me up, yeah. And, and he was like, Let me get you to Korea. To come to Korea and, and no, no, no. Nothing was guaranteed. He's like, Oh, I like your music, keep doing doing your thing. Wow. And then I was like, I saw that, and then that was like a light of hope. For me. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. like maybe I have a shot if I were to come to Korea. So I took a chance and, uh-huh. and I came. Dang. Yeah. Wow. You went from dental to wild to, to web developer to yes. successful rapper. rapper in Korea. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That That's is crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I heard your name is PH1 because, you know, it's like you were pretty like geeky in yeah. school and you love. It's like a scientific thing like yeah. pH level you know the acidity yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but it actually stands for my name Park, Park Harry oh. oh and then my Korean name is Jun Wan oh it has no meaning oh, at wow. all <laughs> that's, that's a cool so name one yeah. but I was creative mm. when I was making that name oh. it was it was creative <laughs> it is creative it pH is one yeah. um why are you obsessed with orange uh I'm not oh but I'm, it's I'm everywhere. not like yeah, I mean, his his color like, is orange. My like his... key color is orange. Oh, okay. But there's not it's not it's not that serious. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just like the color. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's just personal preference. Okay. Yes. You should dye your hair orange. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Um, I mean, creativity is really important to you guys musically because you guys both write your own music, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So how like do you ever? get stuck or how do you how did you because you didn't start from writing like in the beginning because you were you know you were an idol and yeah I got into it like when I debuted Mm -hmm. like I was always like because you know my part is always the rapper of the group so every rapper is they write their own bars but then um, I started thinking like I kind of want to write my own beats too. So I just started like playing around the beats. And then after I debuted, it became a more serious thing. Because mm-hmm. one, um, most idol companies don't have creative freedom. Yeah. It's mostly like we write this song. We buy this song. You guys are going to practice yeah. it. And then you guys are going to hop on it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And if it happens like that for me, I was like, you know, what if I feel like it's not me? What if I feel like it's not my song? You know what I mean? So um, I started, you know, really, really studying. I, I learned all through YouTube, by the way. YouTube, oh, wow. Everything through YouTube. I had no teachers, no nothing. Um, so like, I have like a very short understanding of like the basics. Mm-hmm. I just like hopped into like finding what the best sources are. <laughs> like just paying for everything. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I think my biggest thing was I wanted to show me through my creativity. And you know kind of… I, I, I shouldn't be but… I'm a little bit credit hungry right now. Like I want the respect on my name, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like… Um, what… The people I respect… They create all of their own stuff. You know what I mean? And everyone like… Everyone respect them right, for that. Right, so, right. you know… As a rapper yourself… You're not gonna… You know, you're not gonna have another person write your bars. Right, right, right. So it's like… It's like that for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's just really what I wanted. Even though my group is like an idol. Yeah. And like you said, even though you were going to school in yeah. the States at the time, you were still writing music and yeah. you were like uploading on SoundCloud. Yeah. So have you always been like musically creative? Have you enjoyed? Um, yeah. 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 Ever since I think… I can't even remember. But like I started out uh, learning how to play the guitar and then mm. drums and then saxophone. Like oh. on the piano. You know what I mean? Like I was always, always interested in music. So uh-huh. like even, even uh, in college… I I was that kid stuck in my own room like with a keyboard, MIDI mm. keyboard and a MacBook and just like always making music. Dang. Oh. So I was like, oh Harry, that kid that does music. Yeah. Oh wow. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you cool. always been in that creative process like yeah. as a hobby. Yeah. And oh. that became a profession. Yeah. Yeah. That's like like the dream right there. Yeah. So I'm thankful that like I'm doing what I really love doing. Mm. And then I'm I'm doing okay, mm-hmm. so very yeah happy. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Unwanted family guests are like fish. They start to stink after three days. So what's the best mattress for them this holiday season? Definitely not a nectar. Then they'll never leave. Flip those fish your old mattress and put your human body on a nectar. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. A fresher deal than your mackerel-y mother-in-law, right? Go to Nectarsleep.com today. Um, you mentioned creative freedom before, yeah. and like… I feel like I was more creative when I was younger and in the States or when I was a trainee, because before I came into the industry I guess I was when I was living in the states I loved music I loved dancing so I would just be in my room my tiny room with a tiny mirror I would play boa and like ehodi and I would like make my own choreography and just oh, like you made dance. Your own choreography? yeah and then even as a trainee you know um as a trainee they give you like weekly and monthly um assignments and yeah, yeah, evaluations yeah. so yeah. they would like put you in a group and they'd be like oh like come up with the choreography or come up with a song or just like harmonize and just put on a stage, right? Uh-huh. And I feel like back then I was so driven and I was so creative. And, you know, I was good at like pushing out ideas and like coming up with ideas to do this and that. And I feel like ever since debut, since I had no say in whatever mm. I wanted to do, it's like, okay, here's your concept. Here's your choreography. Here's your song. Here's to your lines. Here's, you know, your hairstyle, your makeup, blah, blah, blah. 
And I feel like seven years of that made me kind of like fall into kind of like a slump or just like, I don't get the desire. Yeah, I don't get the desire to be creative anymore. And it's kind of, um, I've been thinking a lot about it because now that I don't have a company, I'm not under a contract. Mm -hmm. It is time for me to, you know, start being creative and coming up with new things to do on my own. But I feel like because I was like that for seven years, it's hard to you know, try to be creative right away. Yeah. And it is something I struggle with because, you know, back then I felt like I was so, you know, creative and mm-hmm. I loved doing what I did, whether it was singing and dancing. But now it's like, I don't know. It's just the seven years of that is kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it. It even made me think like, I don't even know if I want to do it anymore because it's just days just suppressed all of my desires of wanting to be like creative in that field. I mean, like, I'm sure… I'm sure seven years of that definitely had a huge effect on 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 you for doing that. But the thing with creativity, I feel, is like it's not always there. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Writer's block, for instance. Um, yeah. Like there are days for me where like it'll take me a whole week to come up with just four bars. Mm-hmm. And then there are other songs where it's just like I'm in the room for 30 minutes and boom, yeah. 36 bars. Just yeah. boom, done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So… Um, for your case, I feel like seven years of being stuck in a box, um, yeah, probably gonna have a big effect. But I feel like you don't need to stress over it too much because, like, yeah, it always depends on your surroundings too and like where your mind is at too. Sometimes it just comes like that. Yeah, you know? but like it, it, it has come to me in different fields, I guess, because now I am like you know making my own YouTube videos now and okay, I like edit and stuff. So I feel like I want to be more creative in that way like mm-hmm. with radio and stuff i'm always trying to think of new things to do on radio and like new contents to film for youtube um so i guess i'm just being more creative in that sense mm-hmm. but with you know like musically right now it's kind of like my like mm-hmm. yeah it's come to a halt but, but you know music isn't the only way you could be creative i mean like you were yeah. just saying you're killing it you're doing your youtube thing yeah. Plus, no company, so you're making your own money too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's something I'm jealous about a little bit. I, I, I might need to hop on that YouTube side <laughs> too. One of my members are doing it and she's not doing too bad either. So. Yeah. She's doing yeah. well. How is your creative process when you like write? Mm. Like you said, like creativity isn't always there. Mm. You know, the, the, the zone isn't always there. Right. But I feel like I've done it just so many times for over so many years mm. that if I were to just sit down in a studio, I could get myself to do it. Mm-hmm. Like it, I could, I could do it just naturally. But I don't enjoy it. Oh, sometimes you know, yeah. I, sometimes I have to do it because of I don't know, like a deadline. Mm. Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I need to uh, do some work today, be mm-hmm. more productive. Mm. But I don't. At the same time, I don't want to wait for the zone to come. I don't know when it, it might come. I don't… It might never come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I don't want to wait. And then also, I think I read this somewhere from Kanye. Mm-hmm. He said quality… A lot of people say quality over quantity. But it's the other way for him. Quantity over quality. Mm. So what that means is… Um, just make a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Or write a lot of bars. Mm-hmm. And… That way, you're getting better every time, and uh, you're 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 getting used to, you know, being in the zone or being used to be creative mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Instead yeah, of like, oh, perfect. I'm not feeling cre- creative today, so I'm not going to work. Because mm. that's just going just gonna to slow you down. True that. Make you True a, that. Yeah, less of a talent. Yeah. So in a sense, I feel like what you were saying where it was kind of like, um, so creativity doesn't always come, but kind of practicing yeah. and, and conditioning yourself right, to exactly. go through it like all the time. Right, yeah. right. Sometimes you have to put yourself in that, in that environment. Like you kind of have to force yourself to be in that environment that that kind of like enables your creativity. Right, right, right. So do you think creativity is something you can work on and improve? Oh yeah, definitely. Always. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like you said, creativity creativity isn't always there. But a creative person is always going to be creative. Mm. Oh! Not, that's what I feel like. Like true, you true. said, you might, after seven years, you might, you don't even know if you want to write a song mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, you kind of lost that feeling, right? Mm-hmm. But then once you get into… Once you start doing it, I feel like you're going to enjoy it. Because mm-hmm. you've always been a creative person. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. You might need like that one, that one click. Yeah. There's always that one like little click or like… And <clears throat> yeah, like don't, don't stress over it. Because like just do like one song at a time. Yeah. Just don't even think about releasing it. I feel like the thought of… oh. I have to finish a song and release it for the fans. Mm-hmm. That's going to put a lot of pressure on you. So just mm-hmm. like write it, post it on SoundCloud for free, whatever. Yeah. See, see, yeah. Look at the feedback. SoundCloud rappers. There's a lot of people got built oh, on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. SoundCloud is huge. Me. Yeah, yeah. Harry, there yeah. you go. I'm a SoundCloud rapper. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, in what song do you think you are the most creative in? Out of all the songs that you've wrote so far? <laughs> That's a hard question. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. But um, there's a song called DVD for me. Um, mm. It's a very, very personal uh, song. Yeah. And like, I love the story that I told in that song. Mm-hmm. And I can't, even now when I listen to it, I, I'm like, how did I write this? Mm. How did I come up with such a nice song? <laughs> when, when, did you, when did you put it out, DVD? I think like two years ago. So I, I've gotten that feeling too. Like, I'll listen to tracks I made like four years ago and mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah. oh. Yeah. How did I, yeah. But then there'd be other tracks that'd be like, damn, how did I write this? You yeah. Know? Like, where exactly. was my mind at? Yeah. 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 Definitely. I think you never know it at the time. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Has, any, any, has anyone ever like stolen or copied your ideas? So I have a clothing line, right? I do with my parents. It's <gasps> yes. called Big Titty Gang. It's, I know it sounds funny, <laughs> but it's, it's crazy. It's damn, super big. Yeah. I've, I, I um, uh, donate to breast cancer awareness. Oh. Through, through that, yeah, it became a huge meme. I don't wow. even know how. Someone is making fake BTG merch. No way. Mama, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. My mom sent, sent me the picture of the site and, I was, and she was so pissed. She was like, oh my God, I can't believe someone's making fake BTG merch. Because we don't even sell it for that expensive. Yeah. And, and then I, I, saw, I saw the post and at first I was like, what? And then, and then I was just like, we made it. Wait, so your mom knows about the BTG. Yeah, yeah. Big Titty Gang. She manufactures it. So, what was her reaction when you first told her the, 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 the name of the brand? She, she was Does actually, she know what it means? Yeah, she knows what it means. She's actually… Yeah, Kun Kasim Pegori. Nice. Damn, she's cool. She's cool. She's a cool mom. My mom's cool. She came to the States when she was um, 15. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. And so, yeah. like, she speaks fluent English. She speaks fluent Spanish. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
She's cool. So oh, cool. Yeah, she's, cool she's pretty down to earth. Yeah. Uh, just because I can't imagine myself telling my mom, Oma, that. Kungasum. Kungasum Pegori. Pegori. Mandrojo. Yeah, it's not the typical oh, Korean okay, okay. thing. Oh, yeah. so gotcha, yeah, you oh kimchi slap for that. Oh, but, so, <laughs> my question was, uh, so what is being original? Like what really is original anymore? I know because people just… I feel like it's kind of like getting ideas from somebody else and kind of making it your own. I feel like everyone kind of does that. Because yeah. even with music, you hear so many songs oh, and yeah. you hear listen to so many different artists. And that is going to influence you somehow, right? And mm-hmm. that mixed with other things is just going to you know work inside your brains and that's going to… You know, cause you to write certain songs, and even with everything—not just you know music, but just like with writing or mm. with making videos or editing everything. So it's hard to say what's like original. I feel like in your creative process, when you have that moment where you're just like, "Oh my god, I've never done this before. This is crazy. How did this come out of my head?" And you know, when you're from the moment you're born. Till whatever point in time in life you are at at the moment, mm-hmm. everything has an influence on you. So right. inevitably, it's going to be influenced by something subconsciously or consciously by something you've seen or you've heard before, anyways. Mm-hmm. But if you, I feel like if you ever have that moment where you're just like, "Dang, like I one up myself. I've never done this before. This is crazy," and you know. Even if it's subconscious, you don't remember hearing this anywhere or you've never seen it before. I feel like that's originality. I mean, there's always going to be other people being like, oh, I feel like, you know, it's like that, it's like that. But I don't know. That's just how I like to to take my uh, point of view on that. Like when I one-up myself and it's something I feel like I've never seen or heard before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some people say being original is taking somebody else's idea without getting caught. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Do you agree? Well, not I'm not saying like not exactly, but like looking at somebody's work mm-hmm. and then taking that concept, whatever, mm-hmm. mix a little bit of yours yeah, yeah, yeah. without getting caught. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess you can say that in the modern world. Um, like, I think I agree. Yeah, so I feel like… Um, it always depends on who does it too. Like like you were saying, taking an idea and like putting your own feel on it and then, you know, putting it out again. Because um, I feel like if, if Kanye… If someone that's like doesn't really have their own flavor takes a Kanye song and then like makes it as Kanye as possible. I, I feel like it's mindset. Like I'm going to take this… And I'm going to make this me. Mm. And you put it out. And then pe- if people hear that, then damn, that's originality. Mm. But if it's like, I'm going to take Kanye's song. I love Kanye. I'm going to do it like Kanye and put it out. People are going to hear Kanye. Mm. So I feel like, yeah, that could definitely pertain to originality. Putting in your own little spice on it. I guess it's really hard these days not to get caught. So if right. you manage to get away with it, then yeah. But I feel like, I feel like just the fact that you are you didn't get caught is proof that you didn't really steal yeah yeah the entire thing you know yeah yeah, I, mean? yeah. I, I, I agree with you 100% on that yeah I'm not saying I'm gonna steal ideas I'm just saying like, <laughs> this is an interesting thing to think about like I'm just yeah know. 
How about this? A scenario. Mm. Yeah. There's two paintings, two identical paintings. Mm -hmm. It's just one big blank canvas with a dot in the middle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One was drawn by Picasso. Mm -hmm. The other one, a local painter. Mm -hmm. People, People are having mixed reactions. If it, okay, so people, without the name tag, mm-hmm. people are like, what, what is this crap? Yeah. What is this like half-assed painting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they put the name tag, oh, it was drawn by Picasso. Mm-hmm. Now every, everybody's like, oh, this oh, is revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, the best crying, one like, oh dot gosh. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what, do you think, what, what do you think of that? Um, that I feel like credit and, 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 um. How much work you've put in before. Mm. And how good can you explain that dot. Mm. So. Nice. Yeah. With that type of art paintings. You know. There's always like explanations. Like a crazy explanation behind it. And I feel like that's usually what blows people's minds. Right. Mm. But if you don't see the name tag. It's just a dot. Right. Yeah. I don't know Picasso. I don't know if Picasso drew this. Right. But once I see Picasso. I want to know what Picasso thought while he was doing this one dot. You know what I mean? Yeah. They say. An artist's work isn't just the painting. It, it, it's not just the painting, but like everything behind it, like mm. his upbringing, right? Um, story, story, what happened in his or her life, right? Yeah. I feel like um, another thing that pertains to originality is how um, how true and honest and how uh, can't think of the word sincere. Mm-hmm. How uh, how real is that how story? Authentic. authentic. There you go. Authentic that story is yeah. behind it too. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you hear it, people are going to know. I feel like nowadays especially, people can like spot out like kind of who just is fake and original a little bit easier than before. Because mm-hmm. like media, you know, a lot of people are like calling each other out on their too. So, so I feel like there's been moments where um, there's been like some crazy ideas that other people have brought out of me. Mm. Um, for instance, you, Harry, you're coming out with your blue tape. Right, right, right. Let's talk a little bit on that. How's the creative process on that? Um, so we have like, I think, seven or eight artists, right? Dang. In Korea, just in Korea. Yeah. Oh, wow. So like, we all got into the studio to make this album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two albums, actually. It's red tape and blue tape. And the entire thing is our higher music compilation album. Ooh, I want to hear about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, like it's pros and cons to it. You know, mm. the pros is that, like you said, you just get so many new ideas that you wouldn't think of yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to learn from each other, uh, get feedbacks, honest feedbacks. Mm. Um, so you improve. Um, but the cons is like, I think, what are some cons? You don't, uh, you kind of have to… Uh, you kind of have to compromise. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You can't be 100% yourself. Right. Yeah. You have to meet halfway mm. with everybody. But in that way, something new will come out. Right, right, yeah. right. So I guess that it's kind of like a pro. But it was very interesting. You know, uh, we have p- different people with different careers, different lengths of careers, different experiences. Right. So like, for example, me, uh, Jay Park, and Sick K were like kind of like the big, big, the big youngs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We've mm. had uh, more experience than, you know, people like… Uh, we have this like… Mm. Uh, Tradell, Big Naughty, Hound, Woody Gochow. They're kind of the, the younger youngins 
Mm. So we kind of had to take that role to kind of lead and uh, maybe mm. set up like a basic structure for right, them right. to really fill in. Mm. And yeah, I think that was our main role. Me, Jay, and Sick. Sick how, how did that go? It went well. Yeah. It went well. And then, yeah, because we did that, I think the young artists were able to kind of thrive and mm. really be themselves and showcase their abilities. Nice, you know? nice. Because, you know, me, uh, Jay Park, obviously, and CK, obviously, we've had uh, opportunities mm-hmm. before to really showcase our music mm. and we've had plenty experiences. Mm. But for them, it was their kind of chance to really show people what they can bring to the table. Mm. You know what I mean? So we would, we would rather have them shine instead of us hey. like, being the spotlight. Nice. Yeah. Like a big young yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. Who, who, who did you feel really surprised you on this compilation? Mm, Tredell. He's, so he's the new member. I think he's like 16. Or something. He's like 16, 17. 16. Yeah, he's oh super gosh. young. And uh, it was surprising because I can't remember me rapping like that when I was 16. Like, he's just super good. <laughs> at that age mm-hmm. I'm just like damn like is this how everybody's like rapping nowadays mm. or is it just him mm. and it's just I feel like the the entire generation is getting better at everything mm. yeah. not just music but like with yeah. art with social media with uh, promoting themselves like yeah. with branding themselves yeah 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 back in the days like I had no idea how to brand like how to brand something how yeah. to brand myself mm-hmm. you know you, we just made music that's it I feel like, like we could thank the internet for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the younger generation Gen definitely Z. have like an easier, yeah. you know, so many platforms that… And so many interviews, so many right, right, right. people sharing their experiences on that. Mm-hmm. And good youngs like you guys too, mm. which is dope. Um, I want to know… So it's a 14… I saw it's a 14-track album. Yeah, yeah. How long did it take? I think like four months, five months. Dang! Oh. 14 tracks in four months? Well, 28 tracks total. Because <gasps> yeah. the red 14, tape included, 14. right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. We put in a lot of work. Jay Park especially. Yeah. Did you guys uh, document that by any chance too? Oh yeah. There's that documentary there... coming out. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be That's looking gonna be forward hype. to it. Yeah. 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 Which one would you say… Is, do you have a favorite song on the album? Uh, for Blue Tape, uh, there's a song called Oscar. Yeah, I really like that song. Mm. Uh, Golden's on it. Golden from… Or aka Jisoo. Mm. He yes. used to be Jisoo. Yeah. He was really famous amongst the Korean Americans in New York. Because he yeah. like performed at the Chuseok festivals. Yeah. And I remember going to watch him and Min performing. Have you ever gone yeah. to the Chuseok festivals? Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. <gasps> it's crazy. How do we never like cross? I, I mean because you know… I used to be just in Long Island. I never really. Like, I had a lot on. of friends in Long Island. So yeah, we maybe probably, we probably have like, a lot of mutuals. Yeah, yeah. yeah did you hang out a lot in like Queens, like Flushing? Uh, yeah. Maybe. You did. Yeah, but not not like not like drinking. Just. Just like what? What else? What else is there to do? <laughs> there's other Clearly things to do there's other <laughs> things to do than drink okay drink. I was underage when yeah. I was in Flushing, but yeah, cool. Yeah, I was a good kid. I was a good kid too. You're from you're from LA, right? Mm-hmm. How did that affect your creativity? Yeah, Tupac was a huge inspiration for me. I think the very first song I tried to record on, like just for fun, it was like on my, on a gaming microphone. Wow. 
And I was just like, yeah, I have my headphones on. I was like rapping. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. writing my own lyrics. It was to it was to smile by uh by Tupac and it was featuring another artist. But yeah, Tupac was big for me. And then you know G Unit when they came mm. out, oh, that that, wow. that gangster feel like that's what made me like rock super long tees mm. down to my knees. Dickies like sagged down below my ass crack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, J Cole was the biggest one after oh, that. Yes. J Cole was huge inspiration for me. So. You know, having those guys, you know, plus other artists always in my earphones, um, definitely inevitably had a huge effect on on me as an artist, I think. Mm. I feel like, I mean, growing up in New York, I don't know about musically, but I think I was really inspired like fashion-wise because there are mm. so many, uh, you know, fashionistas in New York and just people, you know, are express… People love to express themselves through clothing and through makeup and through like style and I feel like growing up I saw a lot of like fashion icons in New York even just like when you walk around the streets Mm -hmm. there are so many people who dress well and who just are in such nice outfits Mm -hmm. and I think uh, in that sense like fashion wise that really inspired me to be more experimental and to try to express myself especially when I was living there I feel Mm -hmm. like now I'm just kind of like more I my fashion style has gone towards like more Korean style mm. but when I was in live when I was living in New York I was definitely inspired by just like everyday people on the mm. streets in New York walking around um yeah their fashion sense yeah I don't know what it was but the first time we had our New York tour we were walking around um I forgot what street it was it's like a bunch of stores on it Soho it was Soho oh everyone had so much individuality mm. I was like dang like yeah, yeah. He killing that look. She killing that look. Right. And it's like… I feel like I was like walking through almost like… A model run- runway show. Mm-hmm. But like I'm the one like walking through… Like just looking at models and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. You guys… East Coast people have… They're very honest with their opinions. I feel like. Mm-hmm. They're very We're really loud. Yeah. yeah. You guys are yeah. expressive. Yeah. Expressive. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's a really good thing because that really brings out the individuality too. And I feel like everyone's like, I'm not trying to be like that guy. I'm trying to be me type feel in NY. Oh, that's just the vibe I got. You wear what you like and you wear what you want. And you don't really care about what other people think. You do you. I'm going to do me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, That's like the motto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you grew up in Long Island, which is kind of more suburban compared to the city Uh and Queens. How is that like? Uh, super quiet. It's very boring. Um, there's nothing to do really to go to the mall. Yeah, the mall. Go bowling. Go to the beach. Go to the movies. Typical. Go to church. Yeah. Church. <laughs> hang out with your friends at like I don't know Burger King or something like. That. <laughs> when did you first decide that you wanted to do uh, music? Like, I don't even know as a if hobby. I ever like decided. Really, it was just like a hobby. Really. Did your parents make you take like music classes? Like those no, instruments? No, no, they hated it. Oh, they you hated just, it because oh. they really wanted me to pursue Study. that, like yeah, the yeah, uh, American dream, the medical route. Uh-huh. They were they like mad disappointed when you told them I'm gonna go oh to Korea God, to I can't be a rapper. Even imagine. At first, when I brought it up, I didn't say oh, I'm gonna go to Korea. But when I first brought up that I was very interested in music mm-hmm. and I feel like this is my thing, they're like uh-huh. hell no. Especially my dad, super uh, conservative. Bring out like the… And he like yelled at me. He's like, no, don't even dream of <gasps> doing music. You're not going to make money. You're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Just study. 
I was like, oh, shoot. Damn. And then I think a, a year later or two, I couldn't take it anymore. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I don't care what you think. I'm going to go. Damn. But by then, they kind of understood. Because uh-huh. they, they saw me just miserable every day. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, just, just be happy. And I was, but I was realistic. Like, mm-hmm. I was reasonable. I was like, I'm going to give myself two years in Korea mm-hmm. to pursue whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. If within those two years, if I don't make it, or if I don't make any progress, I'm going to come back and just work. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yes. Because I felt like that was meeting them halfway. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they agreed and I came. Yeah. And then it was, it, it's been working out okay so far. Mm-hmm. How, do they, how, do they, how do they feel about it? <laughs> I'm very proud. Very proud. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. They're watching all the YouTube videos that I even haven't watched. And they're like sending me links every day. Like, <laughs> oh, hey. Shunana, I saw your video here. <laughs> nice, nice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I told you that. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop subscribing to all these different channels. Oh, yeah. Stop following yeah. fan accounts. <laughs> exactly. Stop making Instagram. <laughs> so we got a message from Miu. And she asked, how do you deal with burnouts? How did you… Oh, did you have a health… Did you have a healthy coping mechanism or unhealthy ones? Um, I've been finding myself doing the unhealthy ones before. Especially now. The new normal is work from home. Where the comforts of our home is becoming the new source of our stress now as well. Thank Corona for that. Um, Even though I'm already slowly changing my ways. I can't help it. I can't help it still. Oh, I can't help it still to do the unhealthy ones depending on the situation. So… I want I want to know what yeah, her unhealthy, what unhealthy probably like binge eating, mm. uh, uh, maybe drinking. Uh, um, yeah, hmm. how do you guys deal with burnouts? Sure, I just sleep. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but I mean, she's at home though, so. Then what are some good coping mechanisms? Working out, maybe. Hell yeah! yeah. yeah. Hell Working yeah! Working out relieves stress. Um, but like, if you're stuck at home. Working out isn't really working out. Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't… It's not the same. It does yeah. not feel the same. Yeah. I just love FaceTiming my friend. And I will talk to my friend for like hours. And I feel mm. better oh, after. Nice. But that's just because I just… I guess I rely on my friends a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm dependent on my friends. And I just find a lot… I just get really comforted by my friends. So that's why that helps me. But it's different for everyone of course. Mm. Uh, I feel like… But when I do feel burned out… And when I'm in such a state where I don't even want to see my friends… I just… I just stay home and do nothing either. I just mm. like… Just lay in bed. Watch some Netflix. Yeah. And… Uh, if After some time… I just get fueled to like do something again. Mm. But I know that's not for everyone. But mm. yeah. It's… Um, especially because they're home all day too. Yeah. yeah. Getting in touch with uh, people you haven't… You know, seen or talked to in a long time, I feel is a very healthy coping mechanism. Yeah. Oh, you know what I realized? I realized when I was getting very deep into my dark thoughts and I was just feeling very uninspired, unmotivated, mm-hmm. I noticed that I was just too focused on my problems. Like, I just kept thinking about, you know, what 
I was lacking. I was always thinking about what I didn't have or what I need to do, but right. didn't want to do. And I realized I wasn't taking care of the people around me that mm. I need to take care of. Like I wasn't calling up my parents to check up on them. I was just so focused on myself and my problems. Mm -hmm. And I realized, okay, I can't do this anymore. So I just took a day where I called, I just took a day off and I called all of my family, like in Korea and outside of Korea, because mm -hmm. I felt, felt like I haven't checked up on them. And mm -hmm. After talking to all of my like different family members and some friends for like four to five hours, I immediately felt better after because I was like, my problems aren't the only problems. Like right. people have, everyone has problems of their own. And mm -hmm. I feel like the more you get deeper into your own or the more you think about it, it's just going to get worse. Right. And I feel like sometimes you need to take a break and you kind of have to step back and you got to take a look around you and yeah, just check up on them. And then... I feel like your problems get smaller. I don't know. It's or your no, perspective no. gets yeah, bigger. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's not like the problems get smaller, but you realize there's just so many other things that require your attention, mm -hmm. not just your problems. So I feel like that helps too. Well said. So we have a message from Xmas underscore Orange. How has the Korean music industry changed since you've entered it? I've only been a fan for four years, so not super long compared to others, but I can see some changes. I was wondering what it looks like from the inside. I feel like it's a little less conservative as it used mm, to be yeah. in the beginning. I agree. Especially because like even with my company, you know, when you first debut or in the beginning, they would be very careful about, you know, what shows we go on and, mm. you know, what we say. Right. But… But it can also be because time has passed and we're not rookies anymore that they're more free with us. Mm -hmm. But I feel like even when I see other like rookies or, you know, baby groups that they just debuted, I feel like the companies aren't as strict on them as they used to be mm. for us. But of course, it depends on the different companies too. But like generally, I feel like right, right. they're kind of less strict on them. Um, oh, I feel like sound-wise though, it's definitely getting better. People uh, love hip-hop so much more now. Yep, yep. I think it's because of like Show Me The Money and High School Rapper. But mm -hmm. I swear everyone wants to be a rapper now. Yeah. Everyone loves hip-hop. It, it wasn't like that seven years ago. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I'm not too familiar with the whole idol industry. Mm -hmm. But do idol um, singers or artists listen to hip-hop on their free time? I do. Do they I do. like? Is it more common nowadays? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. yeah definitely, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, Especially because there are so many big hip-hop artists now and mm. they are like on the charts. Even girl groups? Girl group members? Yeah. I think so. I think so. so? Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think I, I, I would imagine because like… Well, for guys in idol groups, they… Mm -hmm. You know, it makes sense like… Mm -hmm. You know, they like rap music, whatever. But girls in idol girl groups… I just imagine them listening… Not… Listening too heavy on raps, mm. maybe listening to a lot of pop music, a lot of yeah. vocal, vocals. Yeah, yeah. I think you could definitely tell when you see them, oh. the way they like. If you know how every group has their rapper, right. say for instance, the girl rapper of that group, if she go hard, you know exactly why she go hard. <laughs> you know, you, might, you know, you might hear her influences ah, on it. Right. Did you listen to K-pop when you were in the states too? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Little bit. So if you compare that to now, like how how do you think the music or like the music video even has evolved or changed? Well, music video definitely got better. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's it's a lot better. Um, music wise, I feel like it's a it's a little more heading towards hip hop, like or it fuses a lot more of hip hop uh, elements. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
than before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the beats mm. and the sources that they use, and mm. the beats is more, more, uh, you know. Sources that you can find in Billboard, charts yeah. Yeah. like the 808s, yeah, how 808s. you distort them. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are those are like number one. I feel like yeah. the most popular, but that yeah. came from hip hop too. Yeah. All right, guys. So thank you so much for your message. Um, we talked a lot about our experiences. We got to hear a little bit about about um, you know your experience as well. Um, before we wrap it up, PH1, is there anyone you want? Is anything you want to say about um, the upcoming Blue Tape? Okay, so Blue Tape will drop today or yesterday. It, it dropped <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> so check it out on all the you know streaming websites, uh, platforms, wherever you are. Um, Blue Tape by Higher Music. Thank you. Yay. Yeah. That being said, we're gonna wrap up today's show. Um, IG and Twitter at The Dive Studios. Full episodes on YouTube.com slash Dive Pods. Once again, subscribe and review this podcast. Five stars. And uh, thank you, PH1, for being here thank with you, us today. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Peace. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. We're Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Two black single moms living in L.A., the valley to be exact. Duh! We keep it 100, real, and unfiltered every Wednesday. This is not your average mom show. No DIYs, mommy hacks. Or complaining about how our kids just hit their 60-month milestone. This is grown folks talk. That's right, because mama gotta have a life too. Nothing is off limits as we discuss mental health, sex, motherhood, dating, culture, and our sometimes bad choices. With a range of guests from social action activists to porn star parents. This is a judgment-free zone for moms, women, and anyone looking for their tribe. Join us, your hosts, Erica and Mila of Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. A-Cash, 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 A-Cash recommends. recommends.